0: The Good Dudes Grow We help you understand the benefits With CBD and cannabis, yeah The Good Dudes Grow We remove the fear of the unknown By giving you all the facts The Good Dudes Grow We bring the unbiased content from opposing views To give you nothing but the facts I welcome you to the show The Good Dudes Grow
1: Hey guys, welcome to Good Dudes Grow. On today's show, I am excited to sit down and talk with the amazing Emma Petrack. Emma is an entrepreneur and a force to be reckoned with in the cannabis industry. Emma, thank you for joining us today.
0: What's up, friend? (laughs) Yay!
1: (laughs) Glad you were able to come on for me.
0: No way. You just started a week ago. That's so cool. I was going to ask you about that. I'm still trying to learn, you know, different people and kind of what their passion projects are. And uh, I'm really thankful to be here.
1: Yeah, that, well, it was funny because, like I said, I was following you in the Arate group and I'm like, well, it's kind of weird because we're both in the same thing. And then I started doing some research and like you started the same way in fitness and, and everything. And then you started going from there into the cannabis industry and so forth. And I kind of fell into the same thing from CrossFit being injured and all the time looking for something to help myself and then my story actually kicked in with my daughter and everything else and then I went from completely from being me to trying to help everybody else throughout the cannabis stuff
0: oh my gosh
1: so so I'm really excited to having you on so you know basically like I said this is kind of new to me so it's kind of new to you so we're cool (laughs)
0: <laughs> totally i just started a podcast a couple months ago but i don't i mean this is my setup i don't have like anything fancy except like a microphone and i have like a green screen that i bought but it didn't come with something to hang on it so i have to get like how you have you yeah, know I just, but,
1: got, I just got mine the other day to try and do a bunch of stuff
0: that's so cool where'd you get the rod for it
1: i actually got it on amazon they actually sold the rod separately
0: oh, okay cool i'll go i have to go check that
1: it was only a few bucks so that's pretty cool yeah, so I have like, I ended up buying like five different type of microphones before I found one that actually worked and I knew how it worked. So I'm <laughs> in the same boat as you.
0: <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your podcast too, just so I have kind of an overview.
1: Yeah, so I would love to be on your podcast too. So basically what? my podcast, how it started, it was... Like I said, I'm in the hemp industry also, I have my own hemp products and everything else, but I'm trying to gather information, trying to go bring it into the fire departments and they're really standoffish, due with regulations and everything else. And so I said, why don't I just voice my opinion about CBD, get some doctors that like it, that don't like it, athletes that like it, that don't like it, and kind of build a podcast that's unbiased on both sides. So if people understand that there's two different sides, they may have better information, make better choices. And then from there, I said, well, let's interview entrepreneurs in the business and, and go forth and, and do a whole types of different stuff. So that's why I called it, it's called Good Dudes Grow, so we can actually grow together and information-wise.
0: And grow, meaning plants too, exactly. right? Exactly.
1: You know, a <laughs> little, little play on words there. So that, that worked out pretty cool.
0: That's cool. I think that that's such a big misconception that people don't, a lot of high performers don't admit in public that they consume cannabis. And the people that do admit it are usually the ones on Instagram smoking weed on their couch and, you know, eating Doritos. And so that's like who most people think are cannabis consumers, right?
1: Exactly. That's where where I started saying, let me look at these different type of podcasts out there and see what kind of stuff. And then I either have the 60-year-olds puffing on a bong, talking about how, how good they are, or I have the completely scientific side and they're so scientifically about the organism and how it works, and everything, which is great. But there's nobody basically in the middle just to say, "Hey, this, these are the stories. This helped this person out. If it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for cannabis. He would not be alive anymore. If it was for cannabis, some doctors that believe it works." So I decided, let me try to fit right in the middle of both and bring both sides: the fun side as well as the the medical and the uh, scientific side.
0: I love that. I think how we normalize it is by showing stories of like normal people talking about it, you know, like your everyday middle of the road kind of person versus like you said, either one extreme or the other.
1: Exactly. So, so, Hey, listen, let's start out by this. How about telling me a little bit? I saw, I saw that you started out in the fitness industry. Like I did tell me how the biggest thing I like about it is that your whole entrepreneurial aspect of it as well. It's, yeah. it's not like, okay, hey, listen, cannabis is coming out and let me just jump in on board on the uh, cannabis wagon and try and make something out of it. You started completely different through the health and fitness industry and start how you started there and how you slowly transgressed into cannabis and wellness and where you are now.
0: Sure. So my journey started in Pennsylvania. I'm from a really small town in Pennsylvania. And I got into fitness because it actually changed my life. I grew up with really severe asthma, wasn't able to play sports, was on a ton of medications and was really a pill baby from the time I was born all the way through high school, you know, and I was kind of that skinny fat person. So I got into health and wellness because it changed my life and it was something I wanted to change others. And then from there, years later, cannabis was just kind of a natural progression um, to take everything I learned about the body, health and wellness, and then bring it into that industry.
1: Awesome. That's that kind of like the same thing I started. I started when I was young, I was always like a little chubby kid. And I says, well, the only way I want to get actually feel good about myself is start working out. And even my brother started make, picking on me and stuff and saying, oh, it'll never work. It'll never work. And since I was 14, I've been in the gym since I was 14, all the way up till now, till I'm, I'm 50 and haven't been at all out of the gym. I still get guys at the fire department going, oh, well, we're waiting for you to get fat. I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen, guys. I really don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I saw you did do a little stint in CrossFit as well, and, which yeah. interests me because I actually did a lot of CrossFit for the last... I said the last ten years. I competed a lot. Ended up doing a lot of master events and stuff like that. Ended up being in the top one hundred for three years in a row. Top firefighter, and that's no. where I got I got injured and stuff, and started looking at cannabis to help for inflammation.
0: Yeah. Did you go to uh, like regionals or anything like that?
1: I went all. I did all the online regionals. I never actually made it in person. I was trying to make it, but I never actually made it that extra. But it, it was it was tough. It was like you it's so hard constantly trying to figure out how, how you fight inflammation how, how to recover how to everything else and that's where i fell i fell into the cannabis aspect of it so tell me a little stint with crossfit and how that kind of worked with cannabis as well if, if you have any stories with that because i see you work the triathletes and senior citizens and crossfitters and stuff
0: Yeah, so I didn't really have a specialty, I guess you could say, getting into fitness. Um, I really got into it just because I wanted to help really the everyday person who was like me and, you know, kind of at the disposal of not having enough information on how to get well. And cannabis for me, as you know, CrossFit, it's so high intensity. You lift such heavy loads, tons of reps, and it's very easy even if you're young to get injured in that industry. So I have been consuming cannabis since I was a teenager. CBD is obviously something I think we're all learning about this last five years or so. Right. And that was really a great gateway to bring something that's traditionally only found in a dispensary. To the everyday person, since it's more accessible and you don't have to necessarily go to a dispensary to purchase it. And so CBD, I started mixing that into different therapies that I do. So, for example, if I was in in teaching a CrossFit class, we'd have CBD containers of really great um, balms, lotions, uh, muscle relieving um, formulations to pass around the class as we're stretching. So people as a recovery, if they wanted to could use that as something that they do during our cool downs. Interesting. I also used it. I was a fascial stretch therapist and I did this at my CrossFit gyms, but I also did a lot of in-home for triathletes and people who, um, were pretty wealthy that had the space at their home to both hire me a couple times a week, and then to also facilitate a spot for me to work on them. And I would bring my CBD creams and almost every single athlete, it was really surprising and um, very comforting for me. Uh, Cannabis isn't something that's traditionally talked about with athletics. Right. Being able to present it and have people say, oh, Emma, like you're into weed too. Like I've been smoking forever. That helps me with my pain. And (laughs) it opened my eyes to how many high performers, both in business and especially in athletics, are very open to medicating their body in a more holistic and um more natural way that doesn't give them kind of the side effects that pills do right as they're so sore almost every day these people they understand health in their body more than most people i think people who are healthy do a lot of research and are interested and they know the long-term side effects of medicating every single day versus just needing it once in a while like somebody who's not in athletics exactly. so i started Incorporating CBD also into my fascial stretch therapy and during the tissue work that I would do. And I got such amazing results from people saying, Oh my gosh, this is life-changing. And they'd go to you know their CBD stores, or I would go pick up bottles for them and have them pay me back for it. And it was really game-changing watching CrossFit athletes just have the sigh of relief of, Oh my gosh, I have another option that's not, you know, toxic to my body. There's a space for Western medicine, but it's, it's hard for people to understand alternatives because they're not marketed the same as over the counter and prescription. So people understanding that there's other options, it was almost kind of a sigh of relief and a breath of fresh air for people who, you know, traditionally rely on taking an Advil every day or a bunch or relying on aspirin and other pain medications or prescriptions, you know, so incorporating it it not only changed my life because i felt i was working under the integrity of having another option to give people but it it also connected me to this um you know awareness of how many people actually believe and and want to incorporate cannabis into their life that i would have never been aware of if i wouldn't have brought the conversation in
1: right right that's that's one thing that i find find interesting is that like you said everybody who's in touch with their body in the fitness industry, always trying to find how they can better themselves, are really into holistic type avenues, and they don't want to take those chemical aspects. Now change this to a firefighter department kind of issue, where you want don't want these guys on those 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 medications, those you know the, the Adderalls or, or the night sleeps or or the opiates and all that, and have them because they're actually out there saving lives, and yet they won't look into something that the top guys that are aware of all this are using. And so that's where we're trying, I'm trying actually, to bring it into them and say, hey, let's just open the conversation. This is, you know, you're giving guys opiate lollipops to cure pain and stuff, which is completely ridiculous when you got a plant that do exactly the same thing for you without any side effects, without causing any issues. You know, it's something that we really need to look at. And that's that's where we're trying to actually aspect of it we're trying to go to. so that's pretty that's pretty cool. Now, all this led into okay. where you are now at the cannabis your your companies you are now, correct?
0: Yeah yeah. Tell us a
1: little bit about those companies because I was reading a little bit and I went, hmm, those are that's those are pretty interesting. Like I said, i I'm. I've only been in the cannabis industry for about three years. So I was more interested in what it could do. Now I'm learning on all the different companies and how they have all the different products. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's a whole wide range of stuff out there. And you guys started a company to have a wide range of stuff, correct?
0: Yeah. So we own a vertical cannabis company out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We also do operations in California, but Nevada is really where we got our grounding and where we've we've been for about five years now. Uh, California, we're kind of just getting set up and started out there for the most part, uh, feet on the ground, trying to duplicate what we did out here in Nevada. But our company is a brand management company, meaning that not only do we have a dispensary cultivation and production, so we're a vertical operation, but we bring in brands that are both ours that we create. And we have partners from other states that we've brought on board to help us build a portfolio in this industry. So instead of just having you know, one or two products or one product line, um, we've launched about 10 different product lines out here in Nevada and all have been pretty unique and diversive. Um, our first company we brought out here was Dixie Edibles. And this was a company really, really well known in other states, especially Colorado. And they helped us really get our footing since they had been around before the cannabis industry out here in Nevada existed. Um, My company's goal from the beginning has been to be a beverage company. So we really see cannabis taking the place of other toxins, such as alcohol, um, such as, you know, your sugary coffees and teas that are really loaded with a lot of, you know, unhealthy things. And then also to be incorporated with everyday beverages that you would drink, such as water or, um, you know, tea even. So we've had this vision of one day there'll be just as many cannabis bars and cannabis lounges as there are regular bars and lounges. And we really wanted to you know, be that authority in our industry to have the, uh, the hearsay when lounges open everywhere to say, we have the drinks for you. And so on Friday nights, instead of going to a normal bar, we see people going and sharing a couple cannabis beers that don't have any alcohol, give you no hangover the next day and are actually very healthy for you. And then same thing with replacing your coffees and teas and water. So that's really what we've been working on. Um, edibles have been kind of our, the candy edibles have been more of our, um, you know, footprint that we began with. And we're really transitioning into bringing more beverages out and to have a nice portfolio to prep ourselves for when lounges get legal in Nevada and to hopefully duplicate that in California and in other states.
1: That's, that's, that's awesome. So let, let me ask you about the, I'm sure you get this a lot about the, the, the difference between the the beer of the, the alcohol beer and the, the cannabis beer. Like, is there is it does it have the same effect if you drink twenty of them? Are you going to be stumbling all over the place, or does it not have the same effect, or how, how does that work, or how do you judge that, or uh, like I said, that was interesting. I'm just curious, how many do you need to go? Are you gonna, is everybody going to go? Oh, instead of smoking, I'm just going to drink a six pack, and I don't have to worry about smoking.
0: Right. So that is kind of the science that is a little bit more personalized to each person, kind of like alcohol. So the problem with edibles right now is there's not really any place to consume any type of cannabis other than, you know, some people might smoke while they're out um, or or share a joint in a car. But for the most part, edibles are taken at home with your friends or by yourself. And most people medicate until they're passed out. Like, it's cool to eat a ton of edibles for most people right now. It's kind of a recreational product. Even though there are people that use them for, for medicine, it is really hard to dose because... You know, I compare it to the Western medicine system. People are comfortable getting a pill bottle from a doctor because all the directions are on it. The doctor doses you. If he happens to give you a wrong dose, you go back in and talk to your doctor and he will re-prescribe a different dose for you. Cannabis, you don't have that. You go to a dispensary. A lot of times you're talking to, um, you know, a younger um a younger person maybe in their 20s or 30s and you'll see them for one visit only and every time you go back you might have a different person serving you who doesn't understand your history you don't really have enough time to sit there and and talk about your history a lot of times and some people are really shy so it has this kind of mysticalness to it that we're trying to educate people on low dosing so instead of always just buying a hundred milligram chocolate bar buy a five milligram drink and drink half of it if you've never tried cannabis before. You know exactly how much is in the container. Um, Our drinks, a lot of edibles can take 45 minutes to two hours to kick in. We use a fast acting um, patented technology on our drinks that help the, the medicine start to kick in between 10 and 15 minutes, just like a normal alcoholic beverage. So Our beer starts as a normal beer. We brew it in San Diego. We have our own brewery. We also make our beer traditional with the alcohol in it and dealkalized with no alcohol or no cannabis. And then once it's dealkalized, then we can ship it to Nevada and add the cannabis to it. So we want to train people to understand their tolerance level because when lounges do open, people don't know what their tolerance is like with alcohol as far as how many you can have before you're able to drive safe or before that edge is taken off and your pain goes away. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you get this massive head change like you would if you drank a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, right? And so I try to refer it to that, you know, with alcohol, we all could go to the bar and understand our limit and what we can have socially while we're out. And that might be one drink for some people. Other people might be able to have four, five, six drinks. Some people might be able to sit down and watch a Super Bowl and, and have an entire 12 pack of beer. Other people might be, be able to have one or two before they feel like they're kind of tapped out or that's where they're good. So cannabis is no different, but we're hoping our, our small dose beverages Will attract the everyday consumer who does consume alcohol because we don't necessarily have to rely on cannabis to be something that's so recreational and we treat it as if we're in college drinking. This can be something that we replace on football Sunday where we don't have to drink until we get totally wasted, right? We can have three or, you know, if you have five milligrams, maybe you just have one and you feel great after that. And then you can drink water the rest of the time, or you can buy a dealkalized beer, um, or you can even switch drinks altogether you know, and have Juice or something like that. So we really want to set that standard. So when people are given the opportunity to have a different, you know, they can go on Sunday to the bar with their friends and crack open cannabis beers. We think it's really important to to have socially responsible products out that aren't 100 milligrams and are very easy to dose, so people don't fall into that trap of you know overdosing and having a bad experience, um, and also having to wait so long for their cannabis to kick in and then having to wait four to eight hours for it to leave your system um, our drinks also the effects last only 90 minutes or less so we really wanted the effect to feel just like how you would expect from drinking a beer or you know some other type of alcoholic beverage and so our hope is even if somebody might drink a little bit too much or have you know two beers instead of one and maybe be a little bit too high, Their high is not going to last that long. And so next time they know, okay, I'm good with one drink. Or if they drink one and it wasn't enough, they can go back and say, you know what? I think I could probably handle two or three of these. But what a lot of people don't realize is when you take the alcohol out of the beer, which is what we do in California, your beer is actually really enriched with nutrients and vitamins, really high in B vitamins, um, healthy carbohydrates, tons of electrolytes. And dealkalized beer is actually a beer of choice for um, different Olympic teams that are out of our country. I think um, there's a few German teams that actually use de beer as their sport beverage of choice because it's so healthy and enriched for people. So these drinks are actually a lot healthier because they don't have the alcohol. There's not the negative side effects where, you know, you're going to wake up with a hangover or feel like you have to vomit and, you know, be nauseous. Um, They're really healthy for you. So it's a smaller dose, which hopefully can help people as to answer your question, help find that limit for them. But, you know, cannabis is so new to people that just like alcohol or their first time, you know, drinking at a bar, they might overdo it or underdo it the first time that they, you know, drink a cannabis beverage, just like they did when they first started alcohol. So having a lower dose, we hope will help establish that limit for people faster instead of getting a 100 milligram chocolate bar and saying, oh, my gosh, what's the exact dose that I need from this? And, you know, it's really easy to eat four or five pieces of chocolate or the whole chocolate bar versus just one piece, you know,
1: that's so fascinating. So basically what you're taking is you're taking out the, the nasty stuff of the alcohol and the beer. Cause it, even if you went out and had a 12 pack or something, that 12 pack is doing a lot more damage to your body, even though you're getting that whole effect you want or you pass out or you don't want adding all this good stuff to it, and adding the same kind of, we'll say for, uh, for a better term, cannabis to it to get the feeling you want, but yet if you do overdo it, you're not damaging your body or the interior of your body as badly as if you would actually do it with alcohol. Am I correct with that?
0: Yes, and in fact, THC, as it travels through your system, can actually help repair damage that alcohol does as it inflames your digestive system, your small intestine, your stomach, your liver. So THC is actually really healing to put through your digestive system and can help, and and, you know, with, with CBD also, and they make a ton of CBD beverages now. Passing those um, chemical compounds from the cannabis plant through your body can actually be really healing if you've had damage from, you know, over consuming alcohol in the past, or even if you, you know, are planning on drinking during the weekend, maybe before your big drinking day, 24 hours before, have a couple cannabis beverages in your system, help prep your body and, and start that healing process. So you can go out and have a better experience without, you know, having a hangover, the next day or, or fully, fully nourishing your body, just like you would with, with sports drinks. Right. And the cool beer that I love is that it actually tastes like craft beer. So we have, and have had about 10 different styles, including, you know, a blonde, different lagers, wheats, IPAs, stouts um, and different variations and flavor components of those different styles that we've brought to market. And our, our, um, our goal as a company was to have drinks that are not only healthy, but they mimic taste-wise the same craft beer taste that people really crave when they go out and, you know, not have this watered down, um, de-alkalized beer that a lot of people associate with what they might get at a grocery store. So from start to finish, we wanted people to drink it and say, I cannot believe that this doesn't have alcohol in it or that it's not a real beer in comparison to what the standard would be in the alcohol industry. That's you know, amazing.
1: And you're, you're you, right now, as of right now, if people wanted to get this, they can only really get it in Las Vegas. And you said you're just starting to put it out in California, correct? Due to the fact of the legalization across state lines. Is that correct?
0: Yes. So for the THC version, those will all be state to state since every state has their own rules and regulations and they don't ship out of state. You can, however, um, on our website, um, TwoRoots.com, we have our de beer and all those different styles that we can ship anywhere because there's no alcohol. And then depending on your state and the distributions uh, channels that we have, you could potentially get the alkalized version too, or request it in your state uh, by connecting us with your local um, alcohol distributors so we can get that. But our focus is really, you know, the cannabis beer, we are the first ones in the world to do it. There was a lot of different companies. Um, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon. We have Budweiser. We have Coors. There's so many companies that have normal beer that are trying to get beer out on the market. And we actually beat everybody, which is a really cool feat for, you know, just a kind of a small mom and pop company that doesn't have the capital and um you know the experience that a lot of these larger distributions do
1: that's that's the incredible part of your that's the incredible part of your story that i found so incredible that you got all these large corporations that have all these companies Uh, i think another canadian company just bought a brewery out in in the united states trying to do the same thing and you guys from this small little mom pop store ended up creating this this fantastic product that seems to be working well and, and growing for you guys
0: Yeah, you know, and it's probably been my favorite product to bring to market for that reason. Because like I said, we started with candy edibles because this process to, to design a beer that's never been made before, it took us years. So to have our feet on the ground, we brought edibles to the market, candies, chocolates, drinks, you know, kind of your more sugary edibles. And so the buildup to bringing the beer out was so intense and fun. And, you know, we'll look back one day in 20 years and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe we did that first. You know, when everybody on Sunday has their cannabis beer and it's not weird and and cannabis drinks are just as commonplace as alcohol, it'll be really neat to look back and say, wow, I can't believe that we got to, you know, help and have a hand in that and bringing these options to future populations, especially that's something that means a lot to me. Is knowing that every child from now on that's born from here on out, instead of knowing that when they're 21, the only options they have are these unhealthy drinks that have all these different disclaimers and, you know, almost discouragement to get into, children now are going to have a second option. Their first experience having an adult beverage might be cannabis and it might be healthy. Right. Without all the negative side effects. And they might have a completely different perspective on what turning 21 means than we did as kids.
1: That's that awesome vision. Awesome vision. So if, if anybody wanted to actually reach out to you, where, where would they go? I know you have Instagram. You're mostly on Instagram. You said you do have a Facebook page, but I think your majority of your, your work is on Instagram, correct?
0: Correct. So I've been a little bit inactive on Instagram um, lately. I've been really focused on kind of my podcast and I've been on Facebook a little bit more, but people can find me on Instagram at the Emma Prenuer official. And then they can find me on Facebook with just my regular name. Emma Petrak. Um, what's, what's, the,
1: what's the name of your podcast?
0: It's called the imagination. Um, and that handle on all social media platforms is your imagination is real.
1: Okay. We'll put all the links in in this, in the, in our podcast. And once we have it all out, we'll have all the links so everybody can actually follow you and everything else.
0: Okay. Emma,
1: it was fantastic meeting you. It was a pleasure. And I'm hoping, hopefully maybe we'll get Florida down to you guys and contact our breweries up here and you guys can go from West coast to East coast.
0: Oh, that would be awesome. Florida is crushing it. So <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> all right, Emma, you have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll talk soon.
0: Thank you so much. You too. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Good Dudes Grow. I'm your host, Gary Roberts. You can follow me on Instagram at Good Dudes Grow or check our product line at www.pbzcbd.com. Good Dudes Grow. We remove the fear of the unknown by giving you all
0: the facts. Good Dudes Grow. We bring the unbiased content from opposing views you nothing but the fact.